Hi there, listener. You're about to experience Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games, and there will be plenty of game talk, but also copious amounts of crude, off-color, offensive, and immature speech. So if you are of a rather sensitive humor constitution, we're just letting you know what you're in for with this show. It has games. It has jokes. You know, just games and jokes. Take the games, take the jokes, and have a good time. Hello, Internet. Welcome to another Tadpog podcast. That we're totally not recording immediately after nope, an episode that we're we not, just did. Yeah. It's, we're not, it's totally a different not day. Not completely, it, like literally two to three minutes between. Oh, we're yeah. full rested. We I actually had, just woke up. I had to drive home, and then I drove back immediately. <laughs> oh, thanks for doing that, by the way. Yeah, I, I understand that we got to keep things pure. You know, yeah. like, uh, every every episode has to be informed by at least, like, several hours. We need to, yeah. Uh, and honestly, being right. in a car. If Billy Mitchell's taught me anything, it's that I need to be honest. <laughs> 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 it's a podcast for... Three old guys, two two old guys, and one guy that is slowly marching toward the inevitable death. But Dave and I are just a little further down that path. Than yeah, he we're is. gonna we're gonna beat you. <laughs> I'm, I I'm, defy you to die before us, yeah. Paul. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm only 29. I'm uh, I'm not officially dying until I'm 30. Like that's mm. that's how it works. Is that how it works? Yes, yes. All right. 29 years old. 29 stony gray steps towards the grave. <laughs> you know the box. <laughs> Got a little jazz in there, um, but <laughs> yeah, you put some English on it. I appreciate it. <laughs> so this is part two of Dave and Paul's great Chicago excursion. Yeah, more goofs in this one. We promise, maybe, maybe. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> um, I am Dave, your bespectacled host. Yeah, I'm your beard host, Tyler. Don't have an intro. I'm I the guest host, Paul. Don't. I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. It's not about Billy Mitchell yeah. anymore. So, so wait, everything everything else just tastes like ash in your mouth. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say your name was Billy Mitchell? Oh no, you didn't. No, I don't give a shit. Right. You're just gonna start going door to door. Can I talk to you about our Lord and Savior, Billy Mitchell? <laughs> Do you have a moment? <laughs> oh my god. Let us all pray. <laughs> This has got to be. This is all got to sound so weird to someone who ha- is not familiar with King of Kong. Like everyone's familiar with King of Kong. <laughs> Everyone is. Not even video game. Not just video game people. Like it was. Um, Walter at the con was saying that. Like, um, I God, I can't remember the name of the site. But they were like looking over like the the last ten years. They took three thousand films and ranked them in importance. And I think he said King of Kong was like nineteen on the list. Jeez. And I and I mm. fucking believe it because like that is a game that's like uh, that that is a movie that I feel like I, I mean I can have I can talk about that movie with my mom. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's like that's rare where it's like something that it's, it's about that in Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's that dress <laughs> fucking free willy where I pissed off about. Oh, you don't want to talk about yeah, free willy. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. But I feel like I feel like Billy Mitchell's a household name. And if he's not, he should be. <laughs> whenever, you said, whenever you said let us pray, I wish so badly I could make a Pac-Man noise. <laughs> so besides the con, you yeah. guys did some other awesome things in Chicago. Yes. Um, let's start with, let's do it chronologically. 
Because um, while I was uh, watching Man vs. Snake, like the last thing at the con, yeah, they had the they had the Clockwork Orange thing that kept your eyes eh, eyes open, right. forced you to look at the screen, yeah, you know, just like subliminal messaging and all that. And so. then at the end, I felt like loved and wanted, and and all my desires were fulfilled in life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so while he was out there, uh, one of the things that I wanted to do while we were out there is go to uh, an arcade called Round One, which I briefly mentioned in the intro to the last episode. Uh, if just to put it in shorthand, it's uh, it's Dave and Buster's, but more aimed at anime geeks. They have a lot of uh, video games straight from Japan. Uh, in my particular in particular wheelhouse, they have a lot of the uh, Bimani rhythm games, uh, stuff like uh, Beatmania 2DX, uh, Sound Voltex Gravity Wars, uh, Museka, which is the newest one over there. They have a uh, Taiko Drum Master. They have the uh, uh, arcade version of the uh, uh, Hatsune Miku uh, Project Diva game. Uh, you just pop- made Mike H very happy. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm With sure all he's, the, he's like totally, like fully erect right now. Yeah, he he came so hard he's shooting powdered milk right now. <laughs> like, but um, but yeah, they 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 also had a uh, poppin' music. They had um, let me see, uh, Dance Dance Revolution. They had a. Uh, you sent me a picture of Pump It Up. Yeah, they had two uh, Pump mm. It Up Fiesta 2013 machines that were. Constantly in use. A lot of people play. Like yeah. one of the things that really, one of the things things that really struck me about this this trip because I've been around one before, but it wasn't quite so packed. Like I mean, granted, I wasn't going on a Saturday night. I'm sure that had something mm. to do with it. But uh, like you know, there were a lot of people there, and even on Dance Dance Revolution, it felt like everybody was better than me. Like DDR wow, is my signature shit. game, and just everybody is fucking crushing it, you know. Like you're you're very good at rhythm games. Like that's your that's your fucking thing. Yeah, and like I mean, to be fair, like if I had put the level of training that I had into Dance Dance Revolution, I think that I'd be closer to on par with the people that were playing yeah. uh, playing certain games. But it was just one of those things. DDR was the only thing where I was like, oh, I don't feel like I'm embarrassing myself, you know. <laughs> like, you know, it was just remarkable and there was just always a line for everything like uh the you know they had like uh the sound voltex like they have this little feature where you can pay extra credits and you'll get like these little trading cards that print out you know and so there's rare ones and there's less rare ones and all that stuff and uh so what people would do is they had their own personal card you know and they would uh they would lay them out in like a line so it's like okay the the person that owns this card is next cuz if people had just stood there waiting in line for those things, then it would be really unwieldy for everybody to be, you know, standing around. So right. they would just be like, okay, well, I'm going to put my card down, and I know that a game takes about 10 minutes, so I'll check back in 10 minutes, make sure that the next person in line got on. If they didn't, then we skip to the next person in line, and so on and so forth. It's a game I, we like to call Welcome to Olive Garden. <laughs> they, give you, they give you a buzzer, and when it's your turn to dance on the machine, it buzzes and you go. But I, yeah. bet your, I bet your finger blast game is on fleek with that right <laughs> <laughs> oh man! How did you, you do it, Bean Flicker? Diddle master. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! 
just hammering it in. Just ham- <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the lady's like, right? Is this, is this audio picking up? Just <laughs> it is not at all, but no, that okay. is. This is like yeah. to be fiercely pressed like a button. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, so they they had all of those games that I very rarely get the opportunity to play. Like they they tend to have them at certain anime conventions I go to. Uh, there's a group called Tokyo Attack that uh, they get machines from Japan to uh, anime conventions. Uh, the only one that they were missing that I really wish I could play was a game called uh, U-Beat, which it's a it's like a grid. It's of a square. lot like Bean Flicker. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's a Baltimore police simulator. <laughs> oh jeez. But, uh, yeah, it's like a grid of, like, uh, 16 squares, and, like, each of those squares is an individual little screen, you know, and uh, they light up, you know, and, like, it's kind of like whack-a-mole, except, like, what it's keyed up to whatever song, so, like, it's all in sync with the song, you know, and that's how you can, you, you pick up patterns and things like that, and... It's really cool. I'm I'm not doing it justice, but I can I can show you a couple of videos online of it. Paul, um, you talking about patterns reminds me that in the that uh, Billy Mitchell is our Lord and Savior. In the panel, <laughs> uh, Billy Mitchell was giving people Donkey Kong tips. Hmm, pretty nice of them, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's like Jesus telling parables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, he, he did make pizza out of thin air. I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I I played like like I said, I went to that when Dave went to the movie, and uh, that was like I left the show floor at like maybe seven o'clock, eight o'clock, something like that. Yeah, it was it was like seven thirty, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I got there. I got there just a little bit before eight, and I didn't leave until took an the- Uber. Yeah, didn't didn't leave until they closed at two a.m. Took an Uber. Yeah, look at this guy. Took yeah. an Uber. You said like my dad when he discovers a new word. <laughs> Take an Uber. Uber. An Uber. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm glad that came across because I've never taken an Uber. I you hear know? they're nice. I've never taken one either. Yeah, uh, me and Chandra took and took a few when we were uh, at Chicago last. So you know that was the main reason that I was comfortable with it instead of just cajoling you into giving me a ride. <laughs> um, I appreciate that because I really didn't. I really didn't want to go. I wanted to. I wanted to watch Man vs. Snake, and I'm so glad that I did because my eyes have been open to the gloriousness. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So you know, I mean. That was a good like six hours that I spent there just playing various rhythm games. Uh, when it got a bit too crowded, I discovered because I thought that they weren't going to have this at this location. I saw that they had advertised that they were uh, that they were bringing. It turns out that it's uh, that it's the sequel to this that they're testing at other locations, and this is the older version. Uh, but it's a uh, it's a arcade game that Square Enix produced called Gunslinger Stratos, um, and uh, it's. Uh, it's so it's you have uh, two light guns, right? You know, they look like uh, revolvers, kind of fancy in anime style. And, uh, you know, you have like these little analog sticks on both of them. One of them controls your character like you can move around with it. And one of them controls like the camera. You know, you can flick around between uh, targets or you can do like free camera stuff. And oh, uh, your bean flicker skills come in really <laughs> handy. <laughs> 
But uh, but yeah, so you know, like you uh, you run around and you shoot people on the other team. You have like I think it's like twenty characters that you can choose between, and they all have their own strengths. They all have different guns and all that stuff. And uh, like they have multiple weapons that they cycle through. So you have either the uh, guns akimbo where you're holding both of the guns like this, and then like the guns they have like these magnets on them so that they can fuse together side by side. For uh, for a different kind of weapon, like uh, on the hmm. main character, it's like a shotgun. So you know, and then on other characters, it's more of a, a homing missile or a machine gun type thing. And then it, they have a different set of magnets on the top of one and the bottom of the other, and uh, they fuse together into like that character's heavy weapon, usually like a rocket launcher or a big old laser beam or something like that. And it was just. It's so goddamn anime, like <laughs> just. It looked it looked really cool. I was able to see this, and it is yeah. very Japanese. Like it hasn't been localized at all. Yeah, like they they managed to, for the purposes of this, they've translated the menus enough to where you can figure out kind of what you're doing. You know, like uh, I didn't I didn't get like the special card that you get to like save your progress because it's much like uh, the Bimani games where they have the uh, e-amuse pass, which uh, will save all your pro all your progress, all your high scores, all the songs you unlock to a profile that you have persistently online. And uh, they have one of those for Gunslinger Stratos, but it's a different card that you pay $8 for that I'm not going to get to use unless I go to round uh, round one again, which mm -hmm. won't happen for a good long while, just because I would probably have trouble convincing Chandra to <laughs> that we need to drive eight hours just so I can go to an arcade for all my weeb shit. I yeah. want to thank you. Um, I, I sincerely want to thank you for coming up with the name for the shooting range I'm opening for children. Gun, <laughs> guns Akimbo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh... <laughs> um... But yeah, so you know, I mean that that was really cool. It was one of those things where I spent one credit just doing the tutorial that took like a good at least like seven eight minutes, you know, because it's just them explaining, you know. I mean, and some of it's very simple stuff that I could have intuited, where it's just like, here's how you move, you know. But then it's like, here's how you double jump and you know, like fly across the screen, you know, and like things that wouldn't be easy to pick up on if I if I hadn't been told that specifically, mm -hmm. you know. So that that was really cool, you know. And it looked amazing. The the screen was huge. Like yeah. the, the screen was like this um I mean it was like half of your wall essentially in here Tyler. Mm, and it was yeah. like a, a very high definition screen. Mm -hmm. uh, like one thing that I really like when you put in your credit it doesn't immediately go to the thing. Like there's no start button on the thing and you know, you can just, and like, I wasn't sure what I was doing, so I just pointed the gun at the screen and pulled the trigger, and, like, it's like you shot the screen, you know, it's like a big glass thing, you know, and then, like, you know, you shoot it a bunch and just crash through the screen into the first menu, and I was just like, wow. okay, they, they get me, they get me. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, you know, like, you've got, you've got, like, your typical, uh, you know, guy that looks like your high school delinquent archetype, you know, your your typical anime hero who's, you know, kind of the speedster type. Mm. You know, you've got your heavy type. He's got a couple of miniguns and he's all about manliness, you know, like, you know, he's just so <laughs> strong, you know, all that stuff. Uh, there's a. Uh, there's a guy that literally, like, uh, his his opening animation, uh, like, he, he jumps in, does a flip, and then does a Nazi salute. <laughs> <laughs> and I really want to know what the context for that is. 
His name <laughs> translates to if we hadn't been bombed. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, you know, so there was just all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, there's the there's the uh, chick that is just all tits uh, mm-hmm, and dressed mm-hmm. in a uh, skimpy policeman's uniform, you know. I, 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 Did anybody call a policeman? <laughs> oh, <laughs> officer <thanks>. all tits. <laughs> Thank you, Officer Nasty. Um, <laughs> that's a Fraser deep cut. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's how we now do. Now I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in any case, uh, yeah, you know, and like her alternate costume is like her in like a thong and bikini, but also a cowboy hat. <laughs> So don't I, worry, I'm still a cop, guys. She is blonde, so maybe that's just what we think they think Americans are. I, I don't know. I'm the okay alternate costume to be like a parka and sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So I I just had all kinds of fun like messing around there, and like you know, in between games, I would occasionally. Uh, one of the things that I do for fun uh, around here is uh, at uh, Dave and Buster's. Uh, I've learned some of the some of the games that I can kind of exploit for tickets. Um, and uh, round one is not particularly friendly to what people in my community call advantage players. Um, like Dave and Buster's kind of accepts the loss and considers it, you know, advertising. Mm-hmm. Round one, they change the settings on games, you know, to combat people that uh, are winning too much. You know, mm, like okay. just short of taking people out back and beating them up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But uh, yeah, that's 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 the comparison right there. Um, but uh, but they uh, so I there there was one game uh, that I know of that isn't a particularly profitable game. But if you if you wait for a bunch of people to lose at it, it'll be primed to be easier to win. It's called a slot machine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very but this thing called a quick drop. It's a thing where you have to drop 50 balls into these rotating buckets. You have a very set amount of time to get it. But uh, after after a certain point, after the progress, because every time somebody misses it, uh, the progressive jackpot gets higher. You know, and so uh, like I noticed that it's past the point where. It's actually kind of easy to win if you know what you're doing. You know, just drop four balls in every bucket, uh, and you're pretty much golden anytime the jackpot's above, say, 700, you know. So I was just like, oh, shit, I can do this. And then I did, and then I got all this junk for you guys. You know, um, <laughs> Which we ate like, on uh, yeah, last you. episode. I also got this little uh, Gundam model. It's a cute little bear thing. With okay, like a so thousand tickets. I'm still confused by this, because when you asked the guy to get, to get you the red Gundam model, uh-huh. he went and got this teddy bear well in it's, a box yeah it's uh i i don't know the series uh, i don't know the series that it's from particularly well but uh it's petite guy yeah it's it, it's it is a gundam series um <laughs> it's one that is based around building gundam models like it, it's one of it's about a kid that you know gets into the hobby and goes into competitive model building because they have things where they'll uh, where they'll you know build them, paint them in interesting yeah. ways, and like pose them in like dioramas and shit like that. So this is from a thing. Yeah, this is like okay. one of the, uh, the. I think that's one of the first ones that he makes in that thing. It's, it's a fairly simple model. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a cute little thing. I'm I'm gonna build it and put it on my desk at work. But yeah, it's little snap together models that they do. It is cute. Um, show but, uh, Tyler, we have something we need to show you. Yeah. Okay. 
So uh, at round one, they have a lot of Japanese things. They have uh, all those Japanese arcade games. They have uh, the UFO catchers, you know, are kind of the variants on the claw machines where it's more about knocking something off a platform than like actually picking it up. Uh, and they also have the little uh, photo booths, you know, like the really high end ones, you know, with like Japanese models and, uh, and shit on it. And so uh, Dave and I, I was super glad that he got here, got there before they closed because I really wanted to do this with him. So we got a set of uh, pictures taken for the thing. We had our photos done. <laughs> 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 I, feel, I feel like we did a pretty good job. Yeah, I feel like we fucking nailed it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anybody who, see, who saw this would think you're celebrating your anniversary. <laughs> That's what we were going for. Anime anniversary. Uh, anniversary. Oh, the anniversary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, they also have a thing where they connect you to like an app online. So, uh, uh, but only one of those pictures I, I, I can download for free, which is kind of bullshit. Yeah. I'll scan that in. I'll yeah. scan that in and have it in the show notes. Get a workaround. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> if you, you want to see. I like, I like that a lot. Fuck Paul and I on our anniversary. <laughs> uh, you're welcome to. These are probably my favorite photographs of myself that I've seen probably since I was like six years old. Yeah. You gave when I was a, like, oh man, my hair is really cool in this photo where I've got this like <laughs> mullet. I like it. But no, the these, Billy are, these are the best. Mm-hmm. We yeah, gave ourselves won. like, <laughs> we gave ourselves like the, uh, we made our eyes bigger, you know, uh, our skin a little bit lighter, you know, just like, we're the, not wide the, enough. The one no, where let's, let's change that. the one where you're looking. You know directly. what I wish? If I could change one thing about me, uh, can I be more Anglo? <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I I was super happy with how those turned out. Yeah, was, I'm glad. I'm glad that I made it in time too, because this was um, the time spent in that photo booth was um, a lot of fun. Because what what they do is they show you on the screen, they show you these two Japanese models, and they're posing. And what we were doing was just trying to mimic their poses. So each one of these photographs, except for this one here where my face is out of frame because I thought the camera was higher than it was. <laughs> well, you, well, I thought you thought that it had already that taken had the taken picture. It and I went to stand yeah, and up. so you stood up after it uh, did that, but yeah. So these are all the poses that they were making on the screen. <laughs> yeah. So it was a fun little game we made for I ourselves. think we fucking killed it. I think, yeah. uh, I think no, we, we need crushed to, it. We need to submit this to a Japanese modeling agency. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, what we need to do. What I'm going to do is the next time I get my driver's license renewed, I'm going to bring this with me <laughs> and see if they don't mind if they can snip can it out. You look like this. Yeah. <laughs> Ichiban lipstick for men. <laughs> you know, oh you're, welcome. you're welcome, Taryn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was a great time, especially for a fucking dork like me who just is obsessed with those rhythm games. It was fucking loud in there. Yeah. It was like, I mean, I opened the door to walk in and it was just like, Sounds ever like just doom, 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 like from every fucking machine. Like it was just like, uh, it 
it, to be fair, it's Weird Al, but like uh, last Wednesday I was at a Weird Al concert and I was thinking, yeah, that wasn't as loud as it is in this this small room. Yeah. Ooh. The thing that it, the thing that I noticed on uh, some of the rhythm game players, not the DDR pump it up players, because obviously it preclude this, but um, like for Sound Voltex or uh, Beat Mania or you know any of the ones that are like taps of different kinds, those machines have uh, headphone jacks in them, ah. so you can plug uh, your beats in. Yeah, like you can get uh, you can get like your uh, I noticed just about everybody brought their own headphones so that they That's could smart be, so they can actually so hear that they it. could be focused on their yeah. music and not so much on all the other noises they brought in their horse blinders as well <laughs> <laughs> you got to take this seriously man yeah 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 they're Adderall horse blinders exactly. That's what I was to say. <laughs> this is the real shit right here no man I don't take that orally I shoot it <laughs> rhythm, rhythm games rhythm games are life and death haven't you seen the FP Sorry, that's a bit of a deep cut. There's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, no, I'm sorry. That was met with stares. <laughs> there's, there's a movie called The FP, which is like an old uh, '80s movie uh, where that all the fights are resolved via Dance Dance Revolution. Like apparently, there's been an apocalypse, and so these gangs fight via Dance Dance Revolution and they're not very good at it. <laughs> like that's the, that's like a little piece that I really hope is just part of the meta joke of it that you know like this is like maybe level 5 stuff, you know, just I like that that was a bit of a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to god like this movie was on Netflix. I'm not just pulling it completely out of my ass. <laughs> no, I believe that it is a movie. This movie was they're on making... Betamax. It's not that yeah. deep of a cut. <laughs> It's the novelization of they're they're working on a sequel, so that's that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, V two, Electric Boogaloo. Yep, but uh, yeah. So sorry, sorry that my references are are too insider for you. No, you're just too cool for us. That's that's a problem we run into a lot. Oh my god, but yeah. So that's that's pretty much everything from uh, round one. All right, good. Ah, the important stuff. <laughs> Galloping ghost. Yeah, now I don't get to talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, you were there. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty silent on round one because it's like, well, I was there for 30 minutes and I took photographs where I pretend to be in love with Paul, <laughs> which I wait, am wait, just not, just, just not in that way. Aww. We're, no, we're, no we're, we're in love. It's <laughs> Just not the same way I love Billy Mitchell, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a different state, and other boys don't count. It doesn't count. I read right. that. I read that. What happens <laughs> in Illinois it doesn't it doesn't count. Said everybody lived in Illinois ever. Sorry. <laughs> Oops, that was mean. <laughs> Galloping Ghost Arcade, uh, which is near Chicago. It's not exactly in Chicago, but it's yeah. close enough to say Chicago, I think. Um they are the largest arcade in the world. Uh, at least that's what that's what they claim. Uh, I didn't count the machines, but they they say I did go to a place that said they had the world's best hamburger. Really? Yeah. And Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I saw on their site they have over four hundred. Yeah, yeah, I forget the exact number. But. I think they just say over four hundred. Yeah, uh, because I they swap them out. I assume and like mm-hmm. they lend them out to like they lent out a uh, bunch cabs of the yeah to the con. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I, I, man, this place is amazing. This place is amazing. I know what I want to do for my birthday. I want to go back to Galloping Ghost because like I could spend, dude, I could spend the weekend there. Like that is no fucking exaggeration. There's so much there and so much shit that you cannot play anywhere else. It Mm -hmm. is amazing. They've got Primal Rage 2, which never came out, but they have a prototype machine with the alpha on it. Mm -hmm. And it is uh, not a good game. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering how long we were going to take to get there. But it is an interesting game. I want to talk about it specifically because, Tyler, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. What do you think? What do you think primal rage 2 would be like um it's the one where you you're a worshiper you play a human that you you beef yourself up so you can be eaten and properly restore your your it's a vor simulator fight yeah (laughs) yes yes (laughs) it's gonna be our helmet like it was very that's why it never came out it's just too disturbing (laughs) just too much you're pretty close. No, one guy played it and he's still jerking off. It's yeah. too <laughs> they couldn't release We that. can't do this. You're pretty close because um, you do not play as dinosaurs in this See, game. I'm basing that off of the picture you put on Twitter. You do not play as dinosaurs in this game. It That's feels dumb. It is really dumb. <laughs> they took like the one thing that was good about Primal Rage and they were like, I feel like they missed the point. I feel mm-hmm. like they were like, well, Primal Rage is a game about gods who happen to be dinosaurs. Everyone seemed to like playing gods, so Primal Rage 2, you play as gods and not dinosaurs. Uh, See, you play as the next avatar, uh, the next avatars of the gods from Primal Rage 1. And they're all humanoid. Like, something you you probably wouldn't be able to see in the screenshot all that well is that uh, you're, like, at least, like, 20 times bigger than an average human. Like, in the background, you see these tiny little people that are, yeah, yeah, kick his ass, God, you know, that kind of shit. It's a giant, it's a giant simulator, giant (laughs) fighting game. Titans, essentially, is what I thought they, they, they looked like. Now, the, it, like, if you did, like, a specific combo, they turn into their previous forms for a second. Yeah, you know, they, which... and they do, a, um, pr- they do a pre-programmed combo. So, like, you hold down, yeah. like, the three kick buttons, mm-hmm. and the, the avatar will transform into, like, um, Vertigo, for example, or one of the characters, Sauron or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll, they'll do, yes, they'll do a pre-programmed combo and then transform back into their humanoid form. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is what the people really want. <laughs> Just a, uh, just a second, just, just a second of it. So I, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was horrible, but the fact that you're not playing as fucking dinosaurs, uh, like really takes the shine mm-hmm. off of that. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. really, really does. I thought the character models were kind of interesting. Yeah. Like the, the animation of it, like it was, it almost looked like claymation. Yeah. Like, which was weird, but like it was, it was what visually interesting. Love? Clay fighters and and uh, Greek gods. All right, uh, smash them together. Dinosaurs, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> what I would have loved is if those avatars still like because it, uh, it still had the moves from Primal Rage One where they're like pissing on each other. Yeah, and shit. exactly. <laughs> I do oh, think man. it gave me like the idea of why hasn't um, okay? You know how D and D is kind of has a history of being fast and loose with their license as mm-hmm. far as video games go. Mm-hmm. Why haven't they been like, can someone make a fighting game with our Pantheon? Because I think that would be a game that I would love to play. Yeah, that would be interesting. 
I could see something with that. I want to play it. Uh, somebody made, they mocked up art for it for the Game of Thrones 2D fighting game. Yeah. Like Street Fighter style. Fuck, yeah. That's so good. But there is, there's one arcade game that I read about it and I'm really interested in playing it. It is, it's a Japanese game where son, it, you play a Sonic the Hedgehog in a police car teaching kids the rules of the Safety, road. The traffic safety. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we looked for that too because oh, like you found there... it I think on Reddit and it was like, oh, we got to do this for the show yeah. and could not find it. Oh. I did not see that at Galloping Ghost Arcade, unfortunately. <laughs> so if it's were... not there, we're not going to fucking find it. <laughs> there were a couple of Sonic games there. There was the Sonic Champions. The That was where we played the Virtua Fighter but with Sonic characters, <laughs> um, which... They they were really scraping the bottom of the barrel for some of the characters for that. Like the one that I played was uh what was it Fang the sniper the sniper like yeah. you know like some of them just they weren't even what I don't know what animal that was supposed to be <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> like we're some, in a gray area yeah but uh, <laughs> Greg the circle <laughs> <laughs> but uh, kids they, like shapes right <laughs> they also had uh, they also had a Sonic game right right behind the Primal Rage two cabinet. I can't remember the name of it offhand, but it was one with like that controlled with like a rollerball, you know. And it was star- it, it had like Sonic. It had I don't think it was Tails. Uh, I, I think it might have been Knuckles. I think Knuckles was the other play. And then the character that I played was uh, Ray the Flying Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that. That that seems like an iconic character. You right didn't there. decide to play as Bullwinkle, <laughs> but uh, they it, what they it, I, the thing that really caught my eye about the marquee is that it had like a sticker on it that looked like you know original art, but uh, you know it just it, it just says even more blast processing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, that's amazing. That is amazing. That that is a thing that they said. But uh, even deeper USB ports. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of weird shit there, which yeah. is amazing. They had uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, which we played for a little bit. So got okay. to experience that. I did turn into Mecha Jackson. I know you were curious. Yeah. It did happen. We, uh, we got to play uh, Time Killers, which uh, I know Dave has mentioned on here before a briefly. A long time ago. Yeah, it's, it's the fighting game where you play like characters from uh, different eras and like you can hack off each other's limbs and shit, you know. So that's what it's known for. Like yeah. that is like that is the one thing about it that is unique at all. Just the fact that you can dismember your opponents and like <laughs> if you if you do it just right, you can take off their head. You know, like that's that's okay. the finisher. And it's not just like as a fatality. It's not like a dismemberment fatality. It's like oh, there's a strategic advantage to hacking someone's arm off because they cannot use it in the fight. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool, but it is a shitty fighter. Yeah, <laughs> did not hold up to how I remembered in uh, my childhood. Speaking of shitty, one of the other super rare games they have uh, is a uh, the is a they have a uh, Beavis and Butthead arcade game uh-huh. that was it was location tested in multiple places and and like I remember reading the history of it you know they said that they location tested it back in like the mid nineties when Beavis and Butthead was still really hot mm-hmm. and I was like huh I wonder why they didn't bring that out with a such a popular license and then we played it and it was like oh 
It's um, terrible. Immediately <laughs> apparent. Like, it is, like, immediately apparent. Like, as soon as the gameplay starts and, like, I saw the sprites, I was like, this is bad. Yeah. And, like, the music is, like, I couldn't wait for it to end. I wanted to walk away from it, but it was the, the it was so loud yeah. that I felt like it was now my responsibility. <laughs> like, Beavis and Butthead became my burden. It's like, yeah. I, have to, I have to die so that I can walk away from this machine yeah. so that the entire part of the arcade isn't (laughs) but it was yeah that was not a good game uh they had a game called mission craft which immediately i'll have a link to this in the show notes um i'm not familiar how i'm not sure how familiar you are with uh starcraft tyler but it is (laughs) it is straight up like i walked by i saw the marquee that says mission craft and i see all this like appropriated blizzard art and i'm like what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I start playing it. It is like a 1942 style um, uh, vertical shooter where you just choose one of the factions and then you get uh, a flying unit uh, that's special to that faction and you fly around and you shoot stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually, I thought, not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> They had a few. Uh, they had a few Japanese uh, Konami games. Uh, they had um, Metal Gear Arcade, which I didn't. I didn't know was a thing. Um, like it's a, you know, you sit down and you have like a uh, like big old uh, big old assault rifle gun, you know, and like there was something like it was like a set of glasses that came with it. I think it was so you could see in three D, but they were like broken in half, so I couldn't use those. Um, you know, and like apparently it has like look controls so like you can make the camera move based on where you're looking mm. you know but so I, that had to be like perfectly accurate oh yeah I'm sure I, I, <laughs> I, I, I mean it was disabled because the glasses were broken oh, but um, so so instead I was moving with a uh, analog stick that was built into the gun which that was convenient enough you know mm. but um, you know like it was just like a team shooter type thing it was basically a less interesting version of Gunslinger Stratos I was, about, yeah. I was just yeah. about to compare it to that but um what what, what were the big differences you'd say between (laughs) those two games uh the big difference being that there's not really any visual style to it you know like i mean it's it's a drab military shooter as opposed to fucking crazy animu characters and look at an officer titty over there you know like you know all that stuff close (laughs) the answer i was looking for is 20 years (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so they had that they had uh the uh arcade silent hill game which mm. uh what do you think what do you th- what kind of game do you think a arcade silent hill game is a stealth game it is a, a light, light gun, gun shooter. shooter oh okay good yeah <laughs> here's how good it is i finally got i was like i'm gonna deadpool it like no one's no one's in this cabinet um and they've got like a curtain i guess for atmosphere yeah like make it, it make it so darker dark in, there. in there i can appreciate that at least so know. i grabbed the left gun i grabbed the right gun i'm like we're gonna fucking do this that game is so boring <laughs> like, like i thought even with like having two guns it would be fun it it, it ain't fun yeah. it is not fun like it all like, the enemies are super samey you know you can like, tell they're trying to build suspense but it's very difficult to do because like that suspense is ruined by uh light gun shooting 
yeah. and like comical <laughs> deaths because it's like you're shooting people, you're shooting monsters and they're reacting. So like you see like the the flashy gun bullets showing up on them and it like destroys anything that they're building. I I, I wish one of the characters would just be like, man, this, is, this isn't this is a problem at all. Like why doesn't anybody else bring a gun here? <laughs> just... <laughs> But uh, they also had one that I I didn't know existed until I came here, uh, a uh, Castlevania arcade game, like a Castlevania kind of a light gun shooter. Um, like it, it didn't like it wasn't calibrated properly, so it was basically unplayable. But um, it was very difficult. I think I feel like it would be anyway. Yeah, uh, like it was not kind to the player. But um, but they give yeah. you a flashlight essentially. Yeah, yeah, it's like a flashlight, which is supposed to be the handle of your whip. So, but you apparently also have a gun, you know, so like you use it to aim at the screen. It's got like a little reticle to show where you're aiming or like three feet off from where you're aiming in our case, you know, you know, but the thing is that you can either shoot by pulling the trigger on your flashlight, you know, or you can like, you know, flick it really quickly and it'll Mm. do like a whip mark across between those two points, like where it was pointing and where it's now pointing, you know? And so anything that's in close range, you hit for a lot more damage because everybody knows whips are stronger than, uh, yeah, than the guns. guns. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's been proven. Yeah. In countless Indiana. It was Jones one of those movies. things where like, if that, if that game was working, I would have sat there and tried to play through it more. Like we, we stepped in there, someone had left the machine and it was like just at a boss fight. And I swear to God, like he would hit it. We would hit him like a couple of times, you know, just trying to be like, okay, so if I aim like off screen by a couple of feet, it goes over there and then I can hit him like a couple. And then he would hit us once and we're just dead. We were dying you know? every three seconds. Yeah. Like, that so, is not an exaggeration. Yeah. It was like every three seconds. It, it was like, continue. Yeah. And I'm like, it's on free play. And then after like the third time, I'm just like, okay. This no, is this isn't good. happening. Yeah. So, uh, so that was one that. If they if they fix it up, I'll give it another shot, you know, because yeah. I want to see how it plays when it's actually working, you know. But um, it looked cool. I get. I thought it looked good. Yeah, and, and it, I and I'm genuinely intrigued by that mechanic of the whips, you know. I mean, that may not carry all that far, but mm-hmm. you know, the other game that uh, I was glad that you got an opportunity to play. Uh, they they used to have this at Game Galaxy. They don't currently. Um, was uh the Outfoxies the, the, the uh. It's it's just a thing like you play. Uh, there's Is that a bunch like the of, Cheetah Girls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it like it's a game with you know you have a bunch of different assassins that you can play as. Like uh, one of them is like this uh, twin brother and sister. One of them is uh like a dude in like a super high tech wheelchair. Uh, one of them is a monkey. Um, <laughs> yeah, lines up. He's hit monkey. <laughs> Burger King Kids Club, essentially. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then there's... Ooh, that's a good mod I want to see. <laughs> there's... Uh, and then there's John Smith, who is the most boring protagonist. Um, well, I mean, he's a Mormon, just, so... <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, you know, you go around and, like, weapons are dropped in these different arenas. But what's interesting about it is that the arenas are affected by the stuff you do. You know, like, uh, the... Like, uh, t- and tell us a little bit about the level that you played, Dave. Like, just uh, I was in an aquarium, <laughs> and there was a giant whale hanging from the ceiling, mm-hmm. and there was a tank full of sharks. And uh, what actually is really cool about the game is um, it's kind of like a zoomed out view 
of like, imagine you take an aquarium and you split it in half right down the middle, mm -hmm. cross section, uh, and then zoom out a little bit. And there's multiple floors to it. Uh, as you control your character, you move from floor to floor. There's an elevator and stuff like that. Um, and what's really neat about it is as the time progresses, uh, the game, the level essentially forces you closer and closer together. Like, uh, for example, uh, at 40 seconds in, I don't know, shrug, some time into the game, um, it starts, the aquarium starts flooding. And what that does is, oh, all of a sudden now the sharks can swim out of their tank into the flooding water. So if you're in the water, the sharks are going to eat you. So it forces both of you up floors, mm -hmm. um, forcing you together and making you fight each other. And then all of a sudden the whale snaps off of the ceiling and falls down. So like now you're fighting your opponent on top of a floating um, whale model, essentially, while sharks are trying to eat you. Uh, so it's cool, like, the level itself evolves as you're fighting on it. Yeah, that's that's the big selling point of it, I feel. Is it was that cool. The levels have a lot of detail to them that, you know, get affected by some of the stuff you do. Sometimes it's just timing. Sometimes it's, like, what damage you've caused to things. I found a game at Galloping Ghost, Tyler, that is essentially the X-Men arcade game. However, it's better. And it mm. is tied to a licensed property. I'd like for you to try to guess what licensed property it is. It was also made by Konami. Yeah. So, so better than the X-Men fighter made by Konami that have to be the Suigaden fighting game. <laughs> Close. Bucky O'Hare. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, wow. and I'm not shitting you when it's like I saw it and like on a lark because I loved the Bucky O'Hare comics when I was a kid. Yeah. And I had the action figures and I was into it. I didn't watch much of the TV show, but I saw it and I was like, I fucking owe it. I owe it to Bucky O'Hare <laughs> and Billy Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> this Praise be. <laughs> yes, all, all hail. Uh, I, I was like, I owe it to, to Bucky O'Hare. I at least have to try this game once. And I started playing it, and my initial reaction was, this kind of feels like the X-Men arcade game. And then I played it for like 20 more seconds, and I was like, yeah, but this is better. Because it like had deeper mechanics to mm -hmm. it. Um, I was playing as Blinky, which I'm sure you remember. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, is, is the robot. And um, he had this hover mechanic where it's like if you jump and hold down the jump button, he slowly falls back to the ground. Uh, and that's, uh, that's unique to his character. So like each character had these unique uh, qualities that go beyond their special move. Uh, but like the the disappointing part was their special move was essentially all the same, uh, which if you think about it, it's just, it was the same thing in X Men as well. It's just that it had different animations. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, it was a really it was a really fucking cool game. Like I can't like I was so like out of all the games there, that one surprised me the most because I went in expecting a completely shitty game, and it was like holy god. Uh, I want to finish this game. Billy Mitchell, I want to finish this <laughs> game. Oh, 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 oh Billy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think of other things that is were it, there. Is the Galloping Ghost like uh, the one we go to in Nashville where you just pay an upfront fee and everything's mm -hmm. at the free yeah, play? Yeah, it's 15 and bucks and you got to play for the day. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, it was really cool. And I would, and I, on their site, they have monthly, yearly, and lifelong passes. So it's like, uh, when I was leaving, I was actually thinking like, could I live there? <laughs> how, how close could I live to Galloping Ghost Arcade? Because, uh, man, I could like, I would spend all of my free time there, I think. Mm -hmm. And like, I could, 
I could honestly go there probably every day for a month and and not get bored. Like that's how much stuff that they have there. Yeah, it's it's freaking crazy. Just what they're just the sheer volume of stuff that they have. Their electric bill must be insane. Is yeah, it, is it set up on different floors or how is it how is it laid out? I'm it's all to one imagine floor. It. It's all it's one floor. Rooms, it's like though. yeah, multiple rooms. Okay, like um, I wish I had a good. I took a like, few photographs that are on the that are on the the Twitter, but like they don't. Like, really yeah, the give main a good room is probably like just a teensy bit bigger than the floor at Game Galaxy in Antioch, you know. And then okay. like it has another room that's you know that's you know just kind of a long hallway that's you know probably evening out to about that size again. Yeah, and then another room that's you know smaller than that that uh, that is you know. Like I said, a bit smaller than that. Right. So, you know, it's, I mean, that's the best I can do in terms of size comparison. It's like, um, it takes up like half the block. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty it's, good. It, yeah. Okay. It, it, it's that big. And I mean, they've got the cabinets, I mean, side by side. I mean, they're really, I mean, they're packed in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got like enough room for them to ventilate. Yeah. And like they've got room in between the, like the backs. But I mean, it's, I mean, it's row after row after row after yeah. row of cabinet. Mm. It's at the point where I don't know how they would expand any further. Like, yeah. I think they would just have to, they just have to rotate machines around, you know, to be like, okay, well, this one's going out and this one's going in, you know. It was it was really cool, and it's like it, every time I would turn around, there would be a, a a game that I either wanted to play or had never seen before. Mm-hmm. And it's like I and they I wanted to try them all. Uh, there was a, a Capcom uh, side scrolling uh, plane shooter that I had never heard of called Pro Gear. Have you guys heard of Pro Gear? Uh, nope. It was very. It was like um, it wasn't even translated to English. Uh, it was really, it was really cool where it was like, you chose your pilot and then you chose your, you would choose your gunner. And then, uh, the pilot would, he would be able to fire in a certain direction and then the gunner would be able to fire in another direction. Um, and it's like, it's really interesting to see like these games that for whatever reason, uh, never came to America. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they still have that, you know, they have that nineties Capcom feel to yeah. them. Yeah. Really, really, really neat. I wish we had had a little bit of time. I would have said we needed to play one of the uh, Dungeons and Dragons side scrolling beat em ups. Yeah, they had a cabinet which had both of the mm-hmm. Mistara games in it. Yeah. Um, I, I would have loved to have done it, but it was easy for me to be like, eh. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, I Steam. literally have that. They'll just bought us that. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, one of the things, like, m- most of the game, I don't think all of them, but, well, maybe, but, uh, but they, had like little cards that they set up at the top where it was uh where like they had the world record score on that thing i assume provided by twin galaxies and then they had like the arcades high scores you know like these are the high scores high scores that have been logged here and uh Mm. like it was fascinating to see my score and see how just terribly low it was compared (laughs) to all their stuff like uh the the classic game that I'm probably best at is uh, Tapper or Root Beer Tapper, depending on how late 
uh, the machine was made. Um, <laughs> one has the Budweiser logo, and, the and other then one does of not. them just yeah, exactly, because because it was originally designed to be put in bars, and then when they decided that they could put them in other places, like when arcades became more of a thing, mm-hmm. they were like, well, we got to soften this up a little bit, you know. So this Bud's for you is literally <laughs> on the screen. Yeah, so they change. <laughs> yeah, so they whenever they have that in the screen in the game is like this one's for you, but um. Yeah, so so like that's probably the classic game that I am best at. A and W missed out on a great opportunity, <laughs> but uh, they it, but like I like my all time high score on that was when I was uh competing with a uh, Sam from Megalixer, mm-hmm. like uh, uh at Game Galaxy, yeah, at Game Galaxy, you know, and like you know, we, like I wound up uh. I wound up logging a score of I think like 130,000, you know, which I've still never been able to get all that close to. Like, you know, but uh like I look at the world record, it's literally like 8 million. And I'm just <laughs> oh, like, what? Man. Fuck. <laughs> you know, like you'll I mean, get there. Like the arcade high scores were more attainable. Like, you know, if I could replicate what I uh, if I could replicate this my personal best score, I would actually be number 3 at that arcade. Cause there, mm. but like then the top score at the arcade was like, like eight hundred thousand or something like that. So it was just one of those things where I'm just like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah. Well, they do sell those lifetime Billy, memberships. Billy, damn it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think Billy's name in vain. <laughs> oh man. But you don't yeah. want to go to Weebyville when you die, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like it. <laughs> uh, they also, uh, I, I'd like to close it by saying, Tyler, they had something which we would have to fight over as a Father's Day gift mm-hmm. for our uh, dads, respectively. Uh, they had a wall which had framed photographs of the Mortal Kombat models, which were all autographed. <laughs> And they did have a Sonya blade, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> which I'm sure both of our dads would, would know exactly for. what it was. They'd be like, "Hey, is that that? Oh man, is that the girl that could kiss him, make him blow up, and throw out the pink things? Man, I I love that. Put it on the mantle. Well, guess what, Dad? You'll get it on Billy Mitchell's birthday. I'll wrap it right now <laughs> on, on Billy's day. Every year we celebrate Great Billy's day. A, a Great uh. Billy's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> we eat fried chicken and hot sauce. Oh, jeez. <sighs> anything else stand about your trip any any commentary anything uh we talked about porn a lot on the way back yeah like fun. honestly the the drive back from chicago went by so quickly because we spent about <laughs> three and a half hours talking about porn and i don't even know what prompted it it was just like i mean it was you, like a, you horny bro yeah, yeah. man <laughs> that's, that's, are you kidding i've been at a con yes of course i'm horny <laughs> it was one of those like straight up like stepbrothers thing where it's like paul's like you want to talk about porn yep <laughs> and three hours later, we were home. <laughs> Are there porn pinball machines, like where you would knock the ball into like a vagina? Probably, right? You I would, would think, think that's so. a no-brainer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can tell you this: the Guns and Roses arcade, or the Guns and Roses uh, pinball, pinball machine, machine at the con. Uh, you know how at the when you lose at a pinball game, they have the match mm-hmm. where it's like if you match the numbers, you get a free game. Uh, that was a naked woman 
whose nipples were covered by the numbers that were matching. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the double zero is really the one that you want. Yeah. <laughs> That's actual material you can jerk it to. They, uh, <laughs> I remember... Uh, if you're really, really take fast. It, take it to the spank bank. <laughs> I remember uh, there's uh, there's a Playboy uh, pinball table that had to be censored for uh, for certain markets, mm. um, and uh, there was one that uh, I mean I remember jerking it to it and to thinking about it because I was like 14 when I found it. They uh, never let me back in that arcade. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I mean, it, it said went, free play. Went to the spank bank. That's what I'm saying. But. Um, and I also jerked it there, but um, <laughs> just just that. that Where's scene. your bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> Do you sell pants? <laughs> yeah, that scene from Bad Santa. Um, but uh, but no, uh, I I I can't remember what it was called, but it was like themed after uh, pool, like billiards, you know, and like it's just got a bunch of sexy cartoon girls on it, you know, like and like some of the shots you would make like on the little display thing, it would be a thing where you hit a thing and it knocks over a drink and like. Ice goes into a girl's cleavage, just like, oh, you know, you know, like it was just one of those things where I'm just like, I'm sure I would be incredibly embarrassed to tell all of the internet that I found that sexy when I actually see it again. But um, <laughs> as they were making that machine, they were like, oh man, we don't have any art to use. Uh, call the Leisure Suit Larry guys. <laughs> see what they it, have just it, laying around. Yeah, it was about that level. Is you know, Sierra a thing anymore? I don't know. See no. if we can take some art. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they had that. Um, there's uh, there's one that was produced more recent, like fairly, like last few years. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, it's called like Big Juicy Melons or something like that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know, uh -huh. it's got these... It, it, it's, <laughs> It's got these uh, farm girls selling watermelons. That's the thing, you know. They're oh, wearing yeah, like yeah. Daisy, Daisy Dukes and cut off shirts and all that stuff, you know. So I'm familiar overalls with and no, no, no topless overalls. That that thing that I'm thinking about. Those are just pants. The naked yeah. overalls. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, we had some good pizza in Chicago. That's yeah, the only yeah. other thing. Went to Giordano's, got a uh, frozen pizza that. Oh, yeah, we, that's we, in my car. Yeah, that's in your car. Uh, hopefully that works out okay. Yeah. We um, actually had some hot pizza there, though, too. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, we we, we bought good. a frozen pizza to take home for uh, my lovely wife, who was so kind to not uh, not be like, no, I don't want, I want you at home with me, your wife. You know, She only complained <laughs> some on the Facebook group. <laughs> I, I also didn't mention that I live with Paul now. Uh, because I gave all of my money to Billy Mitchell at the con. <laughs> it's what was required of you. He set me free is what I'm saying. I don't have any of my earthly possessions anymore. You signed away, you signed away your rights for the next like 20 billion years on the Billy ship? Yeah, I, yes, exactly. But that's fine because we're going to fly to my own star. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm, I'm jealous and I definitely want to go at some some time i wish i really wish that you could have yeah. gone i really really wish that you could have gone Think stupid dying people in a hospital <laughs> no people in hospital need to eat <laughs> have you guys looked into soylent <laughs> i've looked into it because well, i, I want to try that coffee one that they yeah advertise. oh that's interesting i also yeah. i also want to try soylent yeah um but i mean are like you could just pump that into hospital patients for like 3 days while you come to <laughs> Yeah, Chicago. Put, put them all on soil. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's no yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear it's not made from people. <laughs> <laughs> They're really tired of that joke. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? They I, they deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. If that you name your product Soylent and it is a food thing, 
uh, then yep. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they I think they have on the bottle made from plants <laughs> something like that. <laughs> well, know, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. So don't miss the next episode. We've got a bunch of shit for Dragon Con coming up, so it'll be an all calls next. And then we who need knows? To. Yeah. yeah, I have to. We gotta wait on Shadowrun because I want to do Shadowrun. Oh, we gotta right. do it right, and that's yep. the next thing on Digital Trends Genesis list. Yeah. So, and I think I'm down to break that into two parts so I can actually finish that game. Yeah, no, I would love to do that. Sweet. Uh, hey, if you like all this, we still benefit from five star reviews in, in every capacity. So, iTunes, go find Tadpog, give us five stars, write a review. Uh, you can do that on Stitcher. We're selling T-shirts on Amazon. So yeah. on Pull Up Amazon, type in Tadpog. You'll find our shirt. You can buy one, or you can just leave a review. It's whatever. <laughs> I mean, we prefer you do both, but I mean, if you if you don't want to, you can just leave a review. As long as it's funny, it has to be a funny. It needs review. to be funny. Yeah. Give us your or a an extreme material. bummer, like a really Ooh. extreme bummer. Oh, like <laughs> a good juxtaposition. Like, uh, this is the perfect shirt to buy if you need to wrap an entire litter of dead puppies. <laughs> or your suicide note. If that's where you want to put it, it's fun too. The shirt does say Tyler and Dave play old games. So if you could compose a suicide note out of those letters, just anagram it. Uh, leave that as a review. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what else do I say? Um... If there's a game you want us to play, a guest host for an episode or a Patreon request, we have all the social medias. Got all of them. We own it all in our them. pocket. All of them, I think. There's probably more. I don't know. Nah. So Facebook or Twitter, that's all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. it. That's it. So uh, get anything to us, um, whatever you leave in a review or tweet at us or send us a message. We promise we will get to that eventually. eventually. Don't worry, guys. Like Tyler said, we're going to be back. We're going to be uh, doing an all calls. In the meantime, you can always find us at tadpog.com. Uh, that's where the show notes live. I'm going to try to include in the show notes uh, as many of the games as I can remember mm-hmm. that we mentioned, uh, which was a fucking lot. Also, mm-hmm. hey, do you want to verify that the FP is an actual movie and not just <laughs> some fever dream that Paul had while he was jerking it, <laughs> jerking at an it in a crowded bathroom? <laughs> Uh, that'll be linked to that'll be in the show notes. Uh, also, hey, remember that time Zach jerked it in a strip club bathroom? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. When was it? I remember going to the strip club with Zach and they come like him getting on the lap dance, going to the bathroom, gone for a while, come back out. Yeah, I jerked off. Oh. They have like three bathroom attendants in there. <laughs> Yeah, because of people like you. (laughs) Would you like a towel? Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Wet nap. Uh, Yeah, it's probably best. (laughs) Sir, please get out. (laughs) (laughs) Tip. Uh, Tip, please. Uh, You can also find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash tadpog. There's a lot of cool people there doing a lot of cool shit. Um, Hey, if you're on Facebook, do me a favor. Uh, and and like us on there, mm-hmm. please it, validate this all this work. I need it. I need validation. I do. I'm very. I'm a very fragile person. Keep the bee gun out of your mouth. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we're also on Twitter. You can find us at tadpog underscore podcast. It's cumbersome. I realize. Uh, thank you very much to everybody who is retweeting us, especially our episode announcements. Um, by the time this comes out, it'll be like three days old. But if you go back in our Twitter feed, you can see a bunch of stuff that I. Um, shot at uh, mm-hmm. 
uh, Galloping Ghost. I'll take some of it and put it on Instagram, too. Uh, awesome. Um, if you would like to call us, you can do that at 270-883-2555. Uh, leave us a voicemail uh, or send us a text, and I promise I will fuck it up. Uh, we do have a Patreon. Hey, did you enjoy this? Did you enjoy all this arcade and come and talk? Uh, if you did, you can go to patreon.com slash tadpog uh, and, and donate some money there. We do a bonus episode each month. Uh, if you donate a dollar, that's going to get you access to uh, all the bonus episodes we've done in the past and ones that we're uh, going to do in the future, as long as you're a donor. Um I uh, would like to go ahead and say that September's is probably going to be a little late, yeah, uh, but, because of, of Dragon going Con. on. Yep, um, but that'll be out. That'll be out as soon as as it can be out. So don't fear; it's going to be out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an idea of what we're going to do. Yep. So uh, I think it's going to be good. Uh, if there, you want to send us anything for a game you want us to play or food you want us to try, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything like that please send that to Tadbog Studios care of Nicole Nance P.O. Box 3785 Paducah, Kentucky 42002 I mentioned the Instagram there will be more stuff on there Mm -hmm. so Tadbog underscore podcast on Instagram Thanks, Paul. Let me thank you again. I thanked you last time, but that was days ago. So yeah, yeah. Again. so yeah, long on. ago. Yeah, I mean, I went to the trouble of driving out here twice. Again, I know. Yeah. I appreciate it. Man. And you're even more drunk this time. Oh, God. Just, uh, I need my medicine. That pizza in my car from Jordan, uh, jo- Giordano's? Giordano's. <laughs> Where's the place Michael that Jordan. Michael Jordan's pizza place? Uh, that's really old now. You yeah. probably shouldn't eat that. Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, let's see. Our Arcade Booth, Mr. Commercial Drive, mm-hmm. that track, mm-hmm. How do you want to close this one out? Um, like our favorite um, god from D&D. Okay. okay. We all know what they sound like, right? Yep. Okay. So until next time, a drop of I am Paylor. I am a little Mara. I will not tell you my name. <laughs> oh, back down. <laughs> check one, check two. We got words. We got those vibrations up on the screen. Hey, this is Paul Corn saying howdy to all the radi- ladies out there in Radio Land. I um, That fart I just did is going to hit you guys in a minute. So. <laughs> nice. I also like that the phrase I used, that fart that I just did. <laughs> <laughs> that fart what came out my butthole. <laughs> uh, in a moment, you guys are going to smell the ghost of a quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> <laughs>